One thing we learned early on in the Boston bombings investigation is that the instructions for making pressure cooker bombs like those used in the attack are readily available on the web, specifically in an online jihadi magazine called Inspire. Inspire was a product designed for a very specific purpose, which was reaching out to folks in the West and trying to inspire them to take violent action in the West on their own. It was a niche brand for a niche market with a very distinct purpose. That's Brian Fishman, a counterterrorism research fellow at the New America Foundation. He spent years monitoring the magazine. Inspire was created by two radicalized Americans, Anwar al-Awlaki and Samir Khan. They traveled to Yemen to work with a militant group called Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. Their online publication seems to have been influential in several criminal cases involving English speakers. What was unique about Inspire is that it had these two figures that seemed to know the West pretty well and the United States pretty well. And they produced a magazine, you know, with call outs and and a lot of the kinds of features graphically that you would see in a Western magazine. And they also wrote it in a relatively colloquial way so that, in theory at least, it would appeal to readers that had grown up in the West but were interested in jihadi thought. So Anwar al-Awlaki was killed in a drone strike. What's up with Samir Khan? Yeah, Samir Khan was also killed in a drone strike in Yemen. So Uh, who runs the magazine now? It's a bit vague. After those two figures were killed, we've only seen one issue of Inspire be released. It is of a lesser quality, I guess, is, is sort of the odd way to put it. But one of the things that I think is important is that it hasn't gotten the same amount of coverage. I mean, we face a real moral dilemma, I think, as scholars that study this and as a media, because we have an obligation to tell the truth about the kinds of material that is out there that people are attracted to potentially and getting information from. But at the same time, there's a real risk that people will become aware of these things from conversations like the one we're having. Why do authorities continue to allow this magazine to exist on the web if it seems to pose such a threat? When these things get onto the Internet, they don't go away. They persist. You can still go find them. But you do have to go looking for them. There's often a notion that these sorts of materials are what radicalize people. And I I reject that a little bit. I think that folks that find and go looking for Inspire are interested in what it has to offer. Already. What they really get out of reading a magazine like this is a sense of community and reinforcement and perhaps tips on how to actualize those ideas. Now, a recipe for pressure cooker bombs is said to have appeared in the pages of Inspire. Did you actually see that? Yeah, absolutely. But one thing to keep in mind is that Inspire is certainly not the only place on the Internet where you get can get a recipe for a pressure cooker bomb. Mm. People have been building those for decades, right? They're quite common, for example, in India and South Asia amongst Maoist rebels in Nepal and Eastern India. In fact, most of the SOPs for standard operating procedures for building weapons and explosives that you find not only in Inspire, but in other Al-Qaeda manuals, appeared first in other places. The Anarchist Cookbook, Hmm. um, sometimes in old U.S. Army field manuals that they've gotten a hold of somehow, you know, things like that. And these ideas and the the sort of technical information is easily recycled from one source to another, from one ideology to another. Right. Well, Abby Hoffman in the 60s published in Steal This Book, Bomb Designs. Is it legal to have this magazine online, Inspire? 
Yes. I mean, authorities have talked about taking these things down. The challenge here is that most of this information is, is easy to replace. It's hard to chase it all down. There have been attacks at various times on some of the core Al-Qaeda forum websites, but you don't need to store Inspire on an Al-Qaeda forum. You can put it on any number of sites as just a repository where you download a PDF. And many of the gatekeepers that manage the web for us, and that's the, those are the Googles, those are the Twitters, those are the Facebooks, you know, they don't want to be responsible for chasing all of this information down and making a determination of what is odd religious thought, but not violent, not political, versus material that is really encouraging terrorism. And that's a fine line when we ask a government to draw that line, but it's also a fine line when we ask companies to draw that line. Brian Fishman is a counterterrorism research fellow at the New America Foundation. 